Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page 16, Secrets Agent Grandma. I mean, we knew it was coming, and yet... Yes, we, we had a little bit of a tease at the end of the last episode that we were going to be uh, here in this position, watching what I can only tell you uh, from the people who may have seen a thumbnail or may have seen the jacket of this book, is a horrifying visage <laughs> as the bud of an alien erupts from what looks like the flower, almost, oh, of sure. a grandmother peeling apart at the top. Yes, yeah. To be fair, it, it looks like a, like a grandmother suit that has been ripped in half. However, you can imagine, to, imagine it as something more grim if you'd like, something a bit more... Uh, <laughs> The, the goosebumps for adult we adults we always allude to aka real horror <laughs> yeah th this does look kind of like you know plastic torn apart from itself you know what it actually reminds me of most specifically even the 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 stance of it is at the end of terminator 2 mm. when <laughs> when a shell gets launched into the chest of the t2000 or whatever the heck it is in that t2 uh, and he, in full metal, uh, the best graphics they could do at the time, splits apart at the torso, mm. which itself was also a bloodless effect, but man, evoked gore very effectively, which I yeah. still feel on this cover. That, that's the thing, is literally this cover plus like a little bit of red, and this is an adult book. <laughs> Like, yes. <laughs> it's interesting. But yeah, Secret Agent Grandma. When I hear Secret Agent Grandma as well, like, to put this into perspective as well, that doesn't, and no no part of that reads alien to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they misspell it? Is it supposed to be Secret Alien Grandma? Like, that makes sense. What is, Yeah. you know what it, you know what it's actually going to be? It's going to be, I've peeled away my grandma costume and now I'll peel away my alien costume. Uh, I was just prepared just in case I happen to end up in the extra planar territory. Yes. Uh, and then I'm going to peel off my broom costume, which is for the inanimate universe. And then here I am, Secret Agent Grandma. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's an apostrophe in there. It's grandma. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. Well, fair. I I love when a character also has that because that happens in fiction, especially in yes. uh, you know things of the kind of like realm of goosebumps, where someone is like, ah, the perfect disguise. You will never understand that I am Andrew. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're Andrew the whole time. You were Andrew oh, the no, whole time. Was... The same guy, but with a hat. But who? I love it. He's got a hat. <laughs> it's just a hat. It's just a box. <laughs> Either way, uh, it's just a book. Would you like to beware us upon it anyways, even though we're aware of what it is? Beware. Ooh. Do not read this book from beginning to end. Yeah. Mom and dad are out of town and your sweet old grandma is coming to take care of you. You're ready to freedom. Are you ready for grandma? <laughs> the terror starts at the train station with two old ladies who both look exactly like your grandma. If you go with the grandma who's still on the train, you might end up battling aliens with eyes the size of ping pong balls or jumping from a hovering helicopter. If you go home with the other grandma, we have one piece of advice for you. Stay out of the Rose Garden. This secret adventure is all about you. You decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be. Oh my goodness. I will say, you know, I, I, it, it's surprising how much direction they've given us there. Yeah, it's 
I, I think that they've heard our plight of like, what if we accidentally pick our way out of the titular character on the cover 10 mm-hmm. seconds into the book? And they're like, okay, here you go. You want to see that? You want to see that freaky alien on the cover? Oh my God. Yep. Go this way. Uh, but yeah, I, I love this sentence. Like new, they're, they're bringing some heat with these sentences recently. You are ready mm. for freedom, but are you ready for grandma? <laughs> Is a great one-two punch. <laughs> That is that Especially is because strong. we don't even know the the threat that is represented by Grandma yet. Is it extraterrestrial or is it uh, secretive? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like even in this in this paragraph, there's no threat like apparent at all. So it's just like is Grandma that bad? Like, sorry, sorry, Grandma. Either Maybe way, we have to find out. Let's find out on page un. Nothing's gonna happen to me. You shout down to your mother. She gazes up at you from the bottom of the stairs. Her packed suitcases sit, waiting by the front door. You recognize that worried look on her face. Do you remember everything I told you? She asks, her forehead wrinkles in concern. Or should I write it down? Mom, I'm not a baby. You plop onto the top step of the staircase and repeat your instructions for the fifth time in diapers. I take the cab to the railroad station. I wait on the platform on the incoming side of the station. Grandma's train arrives at 1 p.m. I'll know her by her yellow stretch pants and purple shirt she'll be wearing. Then, if she hasn't been arrested by the fashion police for wearing such a wacko hat, don't make fun of your grandmother! Your mother cuts in. She's unusual, but I'm sure you two will get along just fine. Your mother's right. Your dad adds, coming through the front door. Your grandmother's full of surprises, kiddo. Yeah, sure, you think. How is some little old lady gonna surprise me? Gonna rip apart at the seams and become an alien? Hmm? Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, right. He he knows, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Page two. Your dad picks up the remaining suitcases and heads back out to the car. Your mother doesn't move. You flash her your most trustworthy smile. She sighs. I guess you'll be all right. She says uncertainly. Of course I will. You assure her. What could even happen? You follow your mom out to the car and wave as your, as your parents drive away. The moment their car turns the corner, you leap into the air. Freedom! You cry. No parents for a whole week. Just a 75-year-old grandma. She'll probably spend the whole time snoozing on the sun porch. You'll practically be on your own. The cab arrives and you hop in. You instruct the driver to take you to the train station. But as he nears the station, you have a pang of doubt. You haven't seen your grandmother since you were a little kid. You wonder if you'll recognize her. Wor- worry until page three. Quick. Uh. <sighs> oh my god. Oh. All right, sorry. I have to come down from that a little bit. All right. You may not recognize your grandma's face, but you, you tell yourself, but you'll definitely spot her purple and yellow outfit. Besides, she'll know you from the photos your parents sent her. You pay the driver and hop out. Hey, it's weird, you think? Why was your name announced over the loudspeaker? You rush to the information booth inside the station, wondering what could be wrong. You just paged me? You tell the young man in the phone booth. Booth, not phone. You've got a call. He hands you a phone. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hello? 
There's a lot of static on the line. You can barely hear, but it's definitely your mom's voice. Which on the plane, home immediately. What? I can't hear you. You shout into the phone. Do you want me to go home? What, what about grandma? Danger. Grandmother. That's all you hear. Then the line goes dead. Turn to page 108. Danger, grandmother. Mmm. You know, this is very much going to turn out to be the thing of like, we're on the plane. Everything's yeah. fine. We're not coming home immediately. What? What's happening? What about grandma? Pfft, there's no danger. Don't worry about your grandmother. Like, that's, we're going <laughs> to yeah. get the other side of the conversation at the end. Stay out of danger. Remember to pick up your grandma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's it literally is going to be exactly that. Yes. Yeah, but then why would they call it the? Well, I mean, hey, parents be weird. Am I right, fellow kids reading <laughs> Goosebumps? Uh, so who knows? What? <laughs> oh wait, a chill runs through you. What was your mother trying to say? Is your grandmother in trouble? Is there danger at the station? Is there a danger in the grandma? A station at the grandma? Trouble? As you hand the phone back to the information clerk, the whole train station begins to rumble. Could this be what your mother was trying to warn you about? Should you get out of here and go home? How, or are you supposed to find your grandmother? If you get out of there right away, turn to page 12. If you stay to find grandma, turn to page 33. I mean, this rumbling is the train. <laughs> like, Absolutely. <laughs> whether or not we stay or go, you know, hey. Uh, that's I mean, up, up for debate. Stay. You might catch that train. It's true, it's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe meet the meet the purple alien. I am using the meta of the information they gave us on the Boer page. Without using that meta, however, if we get out of here right away based on the scant information we have, I mean, that's the act of a coward, effectively. That is a yellow-bellied yeah. coward. That I heard a... the word danger. I assume it might be imminent. Yeah. Also, I think that, like, maybe for... If we're using that meta anyways, I think that we maybe... I don't think that that choice comes into play until we meet both the grandmas anyways. Mm. Sorry, spoilers. I think there's two grandmas. Good point, well made. I'm going to click 33 and see if it yeah. tells me anything about multiple grandma. <laughs> the old one-two grandma. You can't go home without your grandma, even if you feel like you're in the middle of an earthquake. You clutch the information counter to keep from falling over. You smile at the clerk, hoping you're to mask your fear. Train's coming! The clerk informs you, shouting over the noise. Every time one comes in, the old station rattles like a baby's toy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. You fib like a big dumb liar. You hope the clerk doesn't notice how white your knuckles are. The rattling stops with a loud screech of brakes. You make your way out onto the platform just as the doors to the train open. Mobs of people push their way out of the doors. You scan the crowd, searching for an old lady in yellow pants and a purple shirt. No luck. Hey, what are you doing here? A voice calls. Turn to page four. You're surprised to see your friends Chuck and Ginny rushing towards you. Hey, guys. You greet them. I'm here to meet my grandmother. What about you? We're going to the hockey game, remember? Chuck tells you. I did invite you. You remember, you couldn't go because of grandma's arrival. Our moms are letting us take the train on our own. Ginny adds. 
Of course, we had to promise to stay out of trouble. Jenny giggles. Pfft, as if. <laughs> Have fun with Grandma. Chuck teases. They board the train. You sigh jealously as you scan the thinning crowd. Still no grandmother. Is this what your mother's been trying to tell you? That your grandmother wasn't coming after all? You're about to leave the station when you hear something that stops you in your tracks. Something terrible. What makes your blood run cold? Find out on page 86. Cookie! Cookie, over here! You shudder at hearing your old nickname. You hate that nickname. Luckily, Ginny and Chuck aren't around to hear it. Cookie! You turn towards the voice. At the end of the station, you see a woman with white hair. She's waving wildly. No way to mistake her for anyone else not in those clothes. You wave back, approaching her cautiously. Anyone who would call you Cookie is likely to pinch your cheeks, too. As you stroll down the platform, something catches your eye. Bright red letters scrawled across one of the train windows. A message. If your mother hadn't made that strange phone call, you wouldn't have thought twice about it. But now you have an odd feeling. Maybe the message is meant for you. Read the message on page 100. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. You gaze at the train window. You read the red letters out loud. Help me. Help me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, it says emple, which is so obviously help me backwards <laughs> that it's just like... <laughs> The hell I, I, I was skipping yeah. a step for our main character here, but considering the rest of this dialogue, Ampla, Ampla. Yeah, please, you mutter. What does it mean? It doesn't sound familiar. Maybe it's not an English word. That terrible nickname interrupts your thoughts. Cookie, I'm waiting for a pecan and kiss. Exactly what you were afraid of. Hi, Grandma. You stop several inches away from her, just beyond reach. Wrong. Grandma throws her arms around you, squeezing you hard, so hard that you can barely breathe. Finally, she releases you. <coughs> Cabs are at the other end of the station. You gasp, trying to catch your breath. Grandma follows behind you, chattering all the way. She asks about your school, your parents, and your mother's rose bushes. On the way out of the station, you pass the train window with the message again. I've got it, you think. I know what it means. Do you really? If you know what it says, turn now, to 14. If you need help to figure it out, uh, 129. Do you need help? Now, help me backwards spells ample, which I know oh. is a plea for assistance. So I think I know what it says. What is it? Uh, I mean, electromagnetic pulse uh, leaves everyone Light helpless. Light emitting... Oh, <laughs> I do like leaves everyone helpless. I, damn, I I guess we need to search for the EMP device. We yeah. will go to, I guess, uh, page 14, because we do understand it. I mean, I understand it. I don't know what to do with the intel, but yeah. I, I Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I'm so close to understanding Emple. I just need someone to help me. You know what the letters spell. It's so simple that you laugh at yourself for not getting it sooner. Empla, whoever wrote this message on the inside of the window, didn't realize that it would be read backwards on the outside. Empla is help me, written backwards. You say it out loud. 
help me. What did you say, dear? Grandma asks. Do you need help with something? You're about to tell her about the message when something you see inside the train stops you. You stare past the letters on the window and into the compartment. Your eyes widen. You blink several times. You take a step closer to the window, your nose pressed up against the glass. You don't believe what you're seeing. What has you glued to the train window? Find out on page 98. G. Absolutely, Grandma Who. Uh, <laughs> if Grandma's so great, why didn't they make out Grandma Who? You, ga <laughs> you gaze at the startling scene and through the window. Inside the train compartment, a woman struggles fiercely with two men. The men wear tan overcoats and large, dark sunglasses. But it's the woman who holds your attention. A white-haired woman wearing yellow stretch pants and a purple shirt. She's a dead ringer for your grandma. The two thug-like men yank her under each arm and lift her out of the seat. Her terrified eyes lock onto yours as she's dragged roughly into the aisle. The two men pull her towards the door at the far end of the car. Hurry on to page 54. Grandma too located. <laughs> Grandmother located. Is something wrong? A voice asks behind you. You turn and face your grandmother standing on the platform. She and the woman on the train could be twins. What's going on? Is this woman really your grandmother? Or is your real grandmother in terrible, terrible trouble on the train? Shouldn't we be getting a taxi cookie? <laughs> you stare at her. Could you have made a mistake? All aboard! The conductor shouts. The train lets out an exhausted wheeze, then slowly pulls forward. You could jump on the train now and find out if the woman in danger is your real grandma, or you could assume the woman standing right in front of you is the right woman. First thought, best thought. After all, she recognized you. And you didn't get a good look at the woman on the train. It's now or never. What are you going to do? If you leap aboard the train before it pulls out, go to 110. If you believe you found the right grandma, 26. So this is. So I think I have a, this a is the general case that covers here in that the grandma we have currently interacted with, uh, we've told her where the cabs are. She can get her own way around if she needs to. This one on the train is being accosted. It's true. I mean, clearly. So the one on the train will lead us mm. to probably an environment in which we combat and attack other aliens. The one mm. in front of us is almost certainly the alien who does the ripping of the, the skin. But both of these seem equally as exciting and equally as grammar-related and alien-related, so I don't have a strong pull one way or the other. You know, I don't either to such a degree that I want to flip a coin about it. Hit me. All right. If it why, comes why, sword why side up, I have about? a badge nearby. If it comes sword side up, we leap aboard the train platform as it represents our uh, quick thinking action. It is pin side up. We are certain we have found a correct grandma. That uh, That's a grandma right there, if I've ever seen one. Page 26. Tip to toe, that's a grandma. Absolutely. It's so nice to see my cookie. Your grandmother gazes down at you, her eyes sparkling. Two dimples crinkle her cheeks as she smiles. You grin up at her. You've imagined seeing that other... You must have imagined seeing that other woman. How could you have two grandmas? It's a dumb idea. Well, get your grandma to a cab on page 44. 
Now, I'm pretty sure that by default, everyone. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's stupid. No. <laughs> Sorry, my my apologies. Don't a little be bit of a dumb. dumb. One moment. <laughs> Don't be stupid. One grandma <laughs> only. Apologies, I we... understand. Someone needs to ampler with this. Uh, this yeah. it's not. I, I'm not grokking uh, it correctly. All mom, all dad come from one grandma. All human on earth come from same grandma. Don't mm -hmm. be dumb. Honestly, we should be honored to be interacting with them. Absolutely. And in fact, we offer our respect. Let me help you with those. You reach for one of the grandma's two large suitcases. Grandma shakes her head. No, no, I'm perfectly balanced. If you take one, I'll probably double over. <laughs> she giggles. Now, that would be a sight. You lead her out of the railroad station and into a taxi. Grandma shoves her suitcases in the trunk, then climbs into the cab beside you. Give the driver your address. She instructs. And then tell me all about yourself. You do as she says, but as you launch into a long story about your brilliant performance at the school yesterday, she interrupts you. Boring! Tell me about the Rose Garden! <laughs> Grandma demands. Try not to be annoyed, and turn to page 18. I'm not annoyed as a book. Yeah, exactly. Although we find was in his shoes. <sighs> I've never been impacted by media. You sigh. <laughs> <laughs> the roses are great. You answer politely. Mom says they're unusually large this year. Grandma leans back in the car seat. Mm, that is excellent. Why do you want to know about our garden? You ask. She pats your hand. I lived in that house before your father and mother did. And I planted the eggs in the garden. Eggs? You repeat. Um, how could you plant eggs? <laughs> Grandma looks startled. I meant seeds. I obviously meant seeds. I planted uh, seeds for those rose bushes. Those roses have been there as long as I can remember. You remark. You must have planted them a long time ago. Fifteen years ago. Grandma tells you. They're the only roses planted by the light of shooting stars. <laughs> what? <laughs> she chuckles. Meteors, really. So many meteors fell, night turned into day. <laughs> the taxi pulls into your driveway. I must see those roses right away. Grandma leaps out of the cab and disappears around the back of the house. You stare after her. Was she always this weird? The driver pops up in the trunk to get Grandma's bags. He reaches in and tugs and yanks and grunts and pulls. Give the guy a hand on page 101. What's the problem? You ask the struggling cab driver. Skip breakfast this morning? <laughs> Rude. The cab driver glares at you, sweat trickling down his forehead. Oh, very clever. You try to leave those bags. He grunts. You reach in and grab the handle of the top suitcase. Whoa, that bag is heavy. You grit your teeth and yank hard. Every muscle strains as you lift the bag out of the trunk. Don't get it! You murmur. <laughs> grandma carried both these bags without any trouble. Then your grandma must be a weightlifter. The cab driver snaps. Together, you half-drag, half-carry the luggage to the front door. 
You drop yours with a loud thud. <clears throat> that must weigh 200 pounds. You gasp. The cab driver glances around. Oi, let's open him. <laughs> he whispers. I want to know what your grandma is that weighs so much. Hmm. You know it'd be snooping, but you're dying of curiosity, so what are you going to do? Open or say, no way? I mean... <sighs> I mean, I'm still in the world where I want to, like, enforce my own understanding of how you would deal with other people's privacy upon this situation and go, of course, no way. Yeah. But is there going to be a bunch of alien tech in there? I don't know. I kind of want to say... <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it it ain't twas, so it's not like we're going to get, like, a code word or, like, uh, equipment. Mm. It could just kill us. And yet, I'm curious. I want to know. Let's find out on page 85. Yeah. You have to find out what makes these suitcases weigh so much. Then you have to find out how Grandma carried them so easily. Okay. You whisper to the cab driver. But hurry. You glance around. No grandma. Great. You figure she's still checking out those precious rose bushes. The cab driver fiddles with the lock on the luggage. He murmurs. I've never seen a lock like this one before. You bend down beside him. You examine the small lock on the suitcase. It glows blue and feels warm in your hand. Not a combination lock, and it doesn't seem to have a slot for a key. It is weird. You agree. Now I really want to get those bags open. The cab driver laughs. <laughs> Can't resist a challenge. You peer closely at the lock. You notice a small rose etched into the metal. I wonder if... You press hard on the rose and the lock snaps open. Hardly that advanced of a yeah, lock. This is an advanced lock. This I've never seen anything lock. with a button. Oh my god. It's glowing blue, and it's warm, but ultimately, it is just a button. <laughs> Look at this keyboard. It freaks me out. There's <laughs> got to be 50 different complex locks on this thing. Oh. oh my Never God. seen anything like them before. Absolutely. Oh, find out what's on the inside of the suitcase on 105. I thought that was the last page. I mean, hey. The moment the lock pops open, the suitcase begins to vibrate. You stumble backwards, banging into the startled cab driver. He trips and the two of you tumble off the front step. You land hard on the lawn. The suitcase spins around and around as it bounces wildly. The sides slowly open. Purple mist escapes from the bag with a hissing sound. What's going on? The cab driver stammers. But you can't answer him. You're too stunned by what you're seeing. With a whoosh, a giant rosebush bursts from Grandma's suitcase. You scramble to your feet. The ter terrified cab driver is still sprawled on the ground directly below the huge rosebush. Grandma races around the corner of the house. Oh! She calls. I see you found my price plan. You stare up at the dozens of giant flowers towering over you. Each bud is twice the size of your head. But what? How? Grandma smiles, a strange, evil smile. How'd it get so big? She finishes for you. My rose has a very <laughs> special diet, and I think it's time for lunch. Find out what's on the menu on page 117.
Yes. Grand Macroons. I think my baby is hungry. You gaze up at the huge rose bush. Could it be? Is it moving? Your heart pounds triple time. One of the enormous roses bends down toward the cab driver. In a flash, it gobbles him up. You shut your eyes, but you can still hear the cab driver's muffled screams. Then silence. Trembling, you open your eyes. Oh no, the giant flower is inches from your head. Good baby. Grand Macoos. You ate every bit of dinner. Now you get a nice treat for dessert. Eek. <laughs> you have a terrible feeling you know what dessert is going to be. Well, what did you expect with a nickname like Cookie? Then we're dead. We died. We Curiosity died killed appropriately. The us. Yeah. Curiosity killed the us and an innocent bystander. Well, definitely not that innocent. A bystander. <laughs> All right. Wait, he's just silent. He might have been uh, lulled to sleep. We don't know. He might be That's... making it out of this one safely. The plant ate every bite until there was silence because he's napping. Page seven mm -hmm. is for us <laughs> This to is my no. four kids translation of uh, Goosebumps. Page seven, sorry. Yeah, page seven, sorry. Forget it. You scold the cab driver. <laughs> That's snooping. <laughs> the front door pops open. What's taking so long? Grandma demands. She strides to the cab, grasps the suitcase handles, and then lifts both bags. <sighs> I need to start working out. The cab driver mutters. Come on, Cookie. Grandma beams at you. Show me my room. It's at the top of the stairs. You tell her. You follow her into the house. Perfect. She croons, entering the guest room. Right over the rose garden. I'll be watching my babies growing out of the ground. Did you hear that right? Your babies? You repeat. Grandma spins around and stares at you. Then she smiles. I think of the rose bushes as my babies. She explains. Grandma isn't just unusual, you think. She's plain weird. You peer down. You've never paid much attention to the garden before. Takes up most of the backyard. Dozens of flowers sprout from each bush. Okay, so this year they're wacky colors. And they are much larger than usual, but what's the big deal? Grandma suddenly stiffens beside you. Find out what's wrong on page 30. There are two strangers at the back door, Grandma says. Get rid of them. We don't need noisy neighbors poking about. You glance out the window and smile. Those are just my friends, Sophie and Andrew. You assure her. A hey, guys! You call. Sophie and Andrew look up. Wait. Oh, I guess... So we were introduced to two other friends, but the... the okay, okay. Mm. No, this is, this is a completely yes. separate set of two friends. Okay, yes. The other exactly. ones are... Those two other friends are engaged in some different activity that we may have uh, stumbled upon in a different part. Yes. In another life, we had two other friends. Uh, Sophie and Andrew look up. Sophie is the toughest kid you know. She's not afraid of anything. Bugs, snakes, rats, death, nothing scares her. You never, ever dare her to do anything because she'll do it and then double dare you. Andrew's stringy brown hair sticks out in weird clumps. Okay. <laughs> 
I think this book has favorites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Andrew has stringy brown hair that sticks out in weird clumps. Whenever Andrew thinks hard about something, he rubs his head. So his hair is always a mess because he never stops thinking. Friends of yours? Grandma murmurs. I must make them. Okay. You lean back out the window. Yo, guys! You yell. You're about to tell them to come upstairs when Grandma grasps your arm. Not now! She orders. I need to freshen up after my travels. Unpack and maybe take a nap. You rub your arm where she grabbed you. She's one tough grandma. Turn to page 120. Run along now. Grandma tells you. You bound out of her room downstairs and out the back door. You hate to admit it, but your own grandmother gives you the creeps. You can't shake the feeling that something is very wrong. Sophie and Andrew are sprawled out on your back porch. Hey, guys. You greet them. What's up? We're hungry. Sophie announces. We need brownies. Andrew nods. Or we'll collapse before the big event. What big event? You ask, leading them into the kitchen. You set a plate of mom's fresh brownies on the table. Sophie and Andrew are too busy munching to answer. Finally, Sophie swallows. Milk. She croaks. Gimme milk. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you grab the milk carton. You hold it over Sophie's head. Tell me what the big event is. You insist. Or I'll give you a milk shampoo. Andrew snorts. How about a Milky Way shampoo? <laughs> he holds up the newspaper. Check this out. You grab the newspaper and scan the article. Meteor shower tonight. You read aloud. Cool. What do you want to... Okay, actually, yes. I was going to say, what do you want to guess? It was 15 years ago. Uh, you mm -hmm. peer... For the last one. You peer at the tiny map, then your eyes widen. Hey, that's my house. You sputter. Fifteen years ago, a meteor crashed here, right in our rose garden. Oh, wait. Meteor shower tonight. Oh, so they, they, meteor shower tonight again, and then they, in the newspaper, they just have a picture of your house. Yeah, which reminds <laughs> you, oh, there was a meteor shower here 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's interesting. All right. Also, you know, like, why are they just putting our house in? It's just, it's only going to impact one house. It's hardly news. Like I don't know. Rita, so I guess it's a meteor. Meteors shower, are the opposite of lightning. In the yes. lightning never strikes the same place twice, and meteors <laughs> dead on split the previous meteor where it landed. Yeah, it just keeps like that's how uh, skyscrapers are made. They're just a bunch of meteors <laughs> stacked on top of each other, and then they put some windows on it. Today, uh, Grandma said she planted those roses during a meteor shower, but she never mentioned that a meteor landed in the garden. Didn't she notice? Let's look for pieces of the meteor, Sophie suggests. I don't think we'll be able to recognize meteor fragments. You caution her. They'll just look like regular rocks. We should search anyway, Sophie insists. You know better than to argue with Sophie. You, Andrew, and Sophie head back out the door. Surprised to see Grandma kneeling in the rose garden. 
She's changed out of her purple and yellow outfit and into an even stranger one, a shiny silver jumpsuit. I thought she was taking a nap, you murmur. Is that your grandmother? Andrew asks. I think so. You answer uncertainly. Sophie laughs. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't you know your own grandmother? Right now, you're not so sure. Turn to 75. You stare at the woman in the rose garden, the woman who claims to be your grandmother. You think back to the train station, your mother's strange phone call. Could the grandma in the garden be... The imposter? <laughs> Sus. She looks cool. Sophie interrupts your thoughts. Introduce us. Maybe you should tell Sophie and Andrew that you're... you're <laughs> Maybe you should tell Sophie and Andrew you're susses. <laughs> they can help you keep an eye on her. Try to figure out if she's who she says she is. Or maybe you're just being silly. After all, why would anyone impersonate your grandmother? And she did say she wanted to meet your friends. If you introduce Andrew and Sophie to grandma, turn to 84. If you spy on her first, turn to 78. She's going to feed our friends straight to the plants. Absolutely spy on her, I think, yeah? Yeah. Unless, I mean, do you like our friends? Yeah, I mean, let's go. Somewhere. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty attached to Sophie, but the book I told do. me to hate Andrew. It's true. He has weird hair. And Sophie In fears no... that stick out. And Sophie fears no man or mortal. <laughs> Sophie killed the Witch King of Angmar, actually, so, like, I think we should... <laughs> uh, power level off the charts. Um, all right. Grandma makes you nervous. You want to find out more about her. I'll introduce you later. You tell Sophie and Andrew. Right now, there's something I actually need you to help me with. You lead them back into the house, sitting at the kitchen table. You quickly describe all the strange things you've noticed about Grandma since she's been here. Sophie snorts. <laughs> so your grandmother's stronger than you. What's the big deal? My mom's always mixing up words. Andrew adds. Half the time, she calls me upon my sister's name. So what if your grandma said eggs instead of seeds? <laughs> Andrew, oh no. <laughs> you sigh. They don't believe you. Also, I want to point out, no end, uh, no end quote. So yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, Andrew also said, actually, they don't believe you. <laughs> actually, reps, I think you read until I hear. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, so what if your grandma said eggs instead of seeds? You sigh. They don't believe you. Turn to page 41. Oh my God. It's so meta. <laughs> Turn to page 41. Okay. So now the front season, now it ends. No. Okay. Go ahead. No, Go this down. is Andrew quoting you. <laughs> great, great, great. Too many layers down. It's more than my grandma's weird behavior. You explain. It's a feeling I have. Andrew and Sophie laugh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sophie teases. I didn't realize you had a feeling. You don't know how reliable those feelings are. Andrew adds. G guys! You run your hands through your hair. I'm serious! Don't freak. Sophie consoles you with a laugh. We think you're nuts, but we'll still help you. Yeah. Andrew nods. Spine will be fun. What's the plan? Plan? You haven't thought of one of those yet. You gaze out the kitchen window and at Grandma in the garden. Maybe we should watch Grandma and try and figure out what she's doing in the Rose Garden? You suggest. Okay. 
Andrew and Sophie head for the door. Then you have another idea. Or maybe we should search her room. Andrew and Sophie gaze at you. She's your grandmother. Andrew says. Make up your mind. Spy on Grandma in the garden. 79. Search her room. 53. Uh, I mean, we were expressly told not to go in the garden. Mm, exactly. And she didn't tell us not to snoop among her possessions in her room. True. True. That's why I Legally, commit all the crimes that I do. I don't think they can crimes. execute us for this. Uh, wait. <laughs> they can... <laughs> <laughs> Everything right up until that, certain. Life in prison, absolutely. No chance of parole, sure. They can't execute us for it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go through my drawers straight to the electric chair with you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Maximum prison sentencing, Grandma. You know I can't go to prison. <laughs> to hell for this, rather. Right? <clears throat> this would be a good chance to find out more about Grandma. You tell Sophie and Andrew. Let's search her room. Right, Chief. Sophie salutes you. You all trudge out to Grandma's room. The door is shut. Glancing around you, you quickly turn the doorknob. Then the three of you slip inside. You gaze around the room. It looks just like an ordinary bedroom. Andrew fidgets beside you. We should hurry. He urges. I don't want to get caught in here. He's right. But where do you begin? To search the closets, 62. Look under the bed, 76. I have no feelings. Where are the most valuable secrets hidden, typically in a closet or a bed? Uh, I have no secrets in either my closet or under my bed. I have I have a bunch of dust under my bed and a bunch of clothes in my closet. So... Good lord, look at this person. No skeletons under the bed, no skeletons. Wait. <laughs> I mean, I mean, should... He, okay. The question is... How, are they going to go literal or figurative with the <gasps> skeletons in the closet jab? Ooh, no, we go for the closets anyway. I've actually figured it out. I love. She's to. got multiple different outfits for some reason. We will be able to figure out the kinds of things that she is prepared for based off of the clothing that she's packed. One of them is a spacesuit for some reason. Oh, I'm down. Let's do it. 62. Wait, right? Wait, exactly the right one. Mm -hmm. you stride wait you stride to one of the closets <laughs> this seems like a good place to start you announce you fling open the door and gasp <gasps> what is it sophie asks with her voice trembling you turn to her a terrified look on your face grandma's other clothes are even uglier than a purple and yellow outfit sophie punches your arm that's not funny andrew laughs <laughs> yeah, it is. He steps into the closet and pushes aside the row of clothes hanging from the rod. And he gasps. <gasps> you, you snort. <laughs> Andrew, we're not going to fall for that now. It wasn't funny the first time. Sophie adds. I'm not being funny. Andrew tells you. He points to the back of the closet. You peer beyond him. And there, sitting on the shelves, is a shoebox overflowing with hands. Human hands! That's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, fine. I mean, push that aside. Uh, yeah. When I, I we mean, might when, find another garish outfit. Uh, what I, I mean, like, we all have a box of hands in our closet. Like, when I was saying I didn't have any skeletons or secrets in my closet, 
I'm very public about my box of hands. Yeah, 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 I don't have the rest of the skeleton. I do have yeah. the hand, but obviously, I, so does everyone. Yeah, I take I take everyone and say, ah, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've seen you. How, how have you been since I've last seen you? You want to come see my box of hands? That's just how that's how it goes. It's no secret. <laughs> First couple of questions, as per the usual. Yeah. How are you? What have you been up to? Watch anything good recently? Do you want to see my box of hands? <laughs> Have you got a spare hand? I mean, look. <laughs> Can you lend a hand? You reach towards the box of hands. Your stomach lurches from the joke you made. But you have to find out if they're real. Your fingers gently poke at the flesh. Rubber. Ah, oh, poser. You let out a huge sigh. <sighs> they're fake. You exclaim. That doesn't explain why they're there. Sophie points out. Andrew searches the closet over by the window. There are feet in this closet, he tells you. Before you can get over to look, you hear footsteps on the stairs. Grandma! Quick, we uh, have to get out of here, you whisper hoarsely. The footsteps are coming closer. If we leave now, Sophie says, she'll see us. Sophie's right. Your eyes desperately scan the room for a place to hide or a way out. Your gaze lands on the window. Do you dare? Are you in for a scare? Or should you pop into the closet? To go you out through the window. <laughs> window hopper beware. You're in for a dare? Uh, yeah, to go out the window, turn to 106. To hide in the closet, 82. I mean, like, these hands and feets, feetses, feets plural, mm -hmm. no feet, um, are obviously Foots. footses. Footsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feet's the singular, I'm pretty sure. Is. Foots <laughs> is the plural. Feast. Fe Wait, feces? <laughs> I think it's like mice. I think it's feist. I think, it's, I think it works like that. Footapod? Footapod? Uh, <laughs> a, mur a murder of footapods? Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, these are obviously used just plopping them right in her sleeves to make it look like she's a mm -hmm. human but like Precisely. i want to i want to make it known like the amount that we have been bespoiled by this book from mostly just from the cover is that we're 46 minutes in and technically we have no idea that our grandma is an alien but we totally know our grandma's an alien yeah. so <laughs> it's like the the cover is kind of like it did a lot of heavy lifting there uh you know that that makes me wonder if maybe they're trying to uh, you know uh, pack the possibility of a second twist punch later on of oh. they're an alien but good good alien <laughs> actually yeah. you want this it's true like uh what's a good alien et now nah, he's a villain the classic good alien i mean i'm sure that in some sequel he will return with the rest of his kind to absolutely wipe out the earth but, but yeah <laughs> E2. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's personal. I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. To go out through the I, window, 106, you, closet 82. I think we should hop out the window. And the only reason I think we should hop out the window is because it says, your gaze lands on the window, do you dare? And Sophie isn't scared. That's literally like yeah. nothing. That's an iota of dust. She gets advantage on checks that would normally instill fear. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
also, I want to make it known that it says to hide in the closet, and there's two closets, so I feel like we'd have to split ourselves in half to properly do that. So, 106 sounds Yeah, good. exactly. 106. This way! You dash to the window, Andrew and Sophie right behind you. You yank it open and stick your head out. The ground suddenly seems very far away. <laughs> One word. However, Grandma's footsteps are definitely very close. Try to land in the Rose Garden. You instruct your friends. The bushes will help cushion your fall. Yeah, rose bushes notoriously unspiny and sharp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You climb out the window onto the ledge. You shut your eyes and take a deep breath. Then you jump. You land on the tall rose bush. Thorns poke you all over. You feel shaken up, but you're, you aren't hurt? Okay. This is a twist. Andrew and Sophie leap down beside you. You pull up your you pull yourself out of the scratchy branches and plop onto the soft ground. You gaze up at the window. Grandma smiles down at you. A chilling, evil smile. Then she vanishes back inside. Turn to page 63. She's seen us! You yell. We've got to get out of here! You grab Andrew's hands and help him out of the snarl of roses. Sophie crawls out from under a bush. Everybody okay? You ask. No permanent damage. Sophie replies. Andrew nods. Then let's move it! You turn to run and trip over a tangle of roots. The bushes are so thick that you can't see Grandma. But you can hear her. She's coming out of the house and she's outside of the garden. You scramble to your feet, push aside a clump of roses, and it come face to face with a pair of eyes. Eyes in the middle of a big, fat rose. Yikes! Hurry to 103. <laughs> the eyes on the rose blink at you. Sophie! Andrew! You choke out. Run! But your warning comes too late. Long green tendrils wrap themselves around you and your friends. No! Sophie shrieks. What's happening? Andrew screams. You strain against the tight grip of the plant. Grandma, help us! You cry, but Grandma ignores your pleas. She skips through the rose bushes, chanting. You're about to holler again when the rose spits a glob of slimy orange goo right into your face. It fills your mouth and eyes. You wipe your face on your sleeve, but the sticky substance won't come off. It's too thick. You can't see a thing. Uh, not touching that. But you can hear Sophie and Andrew screaming for help. And Grandma is reciting something. Sounds like a nursery rhyme. You struggle to move forward. You struggle to move towards your friends, but your feet are stuck. Is the plant wrapped around them, you wonder? Then you realize the horrible truth. Wait. <laughs> then you realize the horrible truth. You no longer have feet. You have roots. You are turning into a plant. Turn to page 113. That's okay. I know where some backup feet are. Yeah. What? Panic rises in your chest, making it difficult for you to breathe. Grandma, help. You pant, but it's no use. She continues to chant. Your face twists. Your skin flakes, forming petals. Your arms flatten against your side. Your body gets longer and thinner. This whole time, Grandma goes on chanting. A chill runs through your mutated body. You finally realize what she's reciting. It's a nursery rhyme, all right, is it? 
It's a nursery rhyme, all right, but with some major changes in the words. Roses are red, violets are blue. What you didn't know was the rose would be you. The ant schooled. Uh, that's not a nursery rhyme, is it? No, yeah, not, not at all. Am I out of my mind here? That's just a poem. It's a nursery rhyme, all right, but with some major changes in the words. Knock, knock. Who's there? Rose, it's you. <laughs> it's, it's the same level. It's exactly yeah. the same level. <laughs> my favorite nursery rhyme. By According to all known laws of aviation, there's no way <laughs> a bee should be able to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, that fits in the realm because your know, nursery rhymes are read to children at night to get them to go to bed and so on and so forth with yes. the B-movie script. Exactly, exactly. I Honestly, if we knew we were jumping out directly onto the rose bushes, which I did suspect briefly, but of course, rose bushes, thorns, you're not going to jump into that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we wouldn't have gone out the window. I guess we've got to hide in the closet and see what's up. Yep, 82. 82. 82. In here. Thanks for playing my game, uh, you hiss. You, Andrew, and Sophie pile into the closet. You yank the door shut behind you just as the bedroom door bursts open. You can hear Grandma bustling out about in the room. Please don't look in the closet, you think over and over. Please don't look in the closet. Sophie has her hand over her mouth. Andrew's eyes are shut. After a few tense moments, you hear the door open and close again. You glance at Sophie and Andrew. Sophie shrugs. Andrew opens his eyes and nods. You take a deep breath and open the door. Turn to page 127. All clear. Sophie pulls out uh, one of the shoeboxes from the closet. She's got other stuff in here, too. She informs you. She holds up a wig. Andrew reaches in and pulls out a mask. Looks exactly like your mother. Rude. You feel like you're, you feel your own very real face go pale. Why would Grandma want something like this? You ask. Hey, look at this! Sophie holds up a pile of newspaper clippings. They're all about the meteor shower tonight. I don't get it! You wail. None of this makes sense! Why would Grandma have these things? Why is she so obsessed with the rose garden and those clippings? What is up with her? I think you should just go ask her. Sophie suggests. You nuts! Andrew scoffs. We should wait until after the meteor shower to see if she does something. Follow Sophie's advice and ask Grandma, what's up, on 125. Wait and see what happens during the meteor shower on page five. Oh, God. You know, given all of our deaths so far have been the grandmother cruelly, evilly smiling as we get et or transformed into a plant, um, I don't think that she will respond particularly well to, Hey, Grandma, what's all this, uh, what's all this subterfuge tools that I find in your closet? It's, I just, this book is so mean that I think they are mm -hmm. both bad. I mean, uh, I mean, it's I'm, gonna I'm, turn I'm, out we needed to get on the train. Oh my God. Don't take us, an alien home with you. That's the lesson. Gonna hit us with the knight in screaming armor. Oh my god. Mm hmm. Uh, wait and see what happens. During, I mean, I'm fine with going to page five and giving it a crack. See what happens. I think, I think we should. Because I, and here's the thing we're going to do it. We're going to get to a death. We're going to go back. And for some reason, this path is going to be where Grandma, you know, will respond to us. Mm -hmm. uh, but hey, you know, let's just act. 
We'll just Look, go with the data if, that we've been given. If that's how given. it goes, they rope-a-doped us perfectly. Exactly. Wait and see seems like the best thing to do, but you don't want to do it here. Double-check the newspaper article. Let's get back here when the meteor shower is supposed to begin. You instruct Sophie and Andrew. Then maybe we'll find out how it all ties in together. You leave a note for Grand... Wait, why? You leave a note for Grandma and head over to the park to play Frisbee. You can't help but wondering... You can't help but wonder what will happen. You're so distracted that you miss the Frisbee every single time. (laughs) I I love the the visual image of this just hitting you in the face every single time. Come on! I know about the grandma and the eating and the scary, but like, come on, catch the bee, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. If you're just, don't sign up for the team if you're not going to play ultimate, dude. Like, (laughs) if you didn't have the spare time to commit to your extracurriculars, you shouldn't have signed up for an ultimate team, my guy. You know what? This is the ultimate betrayal. You're off the team. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to watch an ultimate frisbee sitcom. <laughs> and I I thought you were going in the direction of an ultimate frisbee sports anime, <laughs> yeah, which that's so I good. also need in my life. But that's the sitcom so would work good. too. That's so good. They're both good. Why not both? Por qué no los dos? Uh, at seven p.m. sharp, you, Sophie, and Andrew creep back into the rose garden. It looks spooky in the dark. The roses seem even larger than they did before. But there's no sign of grandma. Turn to page 15. Hey, I'm going to go on record. I bet nothing will happen. (laughs) You say? I'm sure there's a logical explanation for everything. Uh Uh-huh. Before Sophie and Andrew can answer, the ground beneath your feet begins to rumble. It's just a train. What's going on? We know it's just a train. It's just a train. It has to be. Yeah. We we have we've already this is already happened. The conductor is gonna shout that this is normal anytime soon. <laughs> What's going on? Sophie cries. You glance up. Dozens of meteors shoot across the sky. They light up the night, and you can see the garden clearly. And Grandma, she stands in the middle of the roses. By the light of the meteor shower, you watch Grandma reach up and pull off her face. You hear Sophie and Andrew gasp beside you, but you can't tear your eyes away. Grandma's new face oozes and bubbles. A single yellow eye blinks in the center of her forehead, her thick purple... Wait. A yellow eye in the middle of her forehead and a thick purple tail thrashes wildly. Like the outfit, huh? Surrounding her are dozens of purple pulsating eggs. The vibrations from the eggs make the ground shake. Grandma lets out a bone-chilling howl. (laughs) immediately all the eggs burst open turn to 43 the ground shakes so violently that you sophie and andrew are thrown down you stay low too terrified to move dozens of miniature versions of the gross grandma burst from the eggs the purple flesh doesn't look like doesn't look any better baby-sized if anything, you think the young ones are even more disgusting. Grandma still hasn't seen you. All the newly hatched creatures line up in front of her. My children. She addresses them. We have traveled to this galaxy to take over the world. You know what you must do. First, you feed and grow. Then, pick yourselves up with human body parts. <laughs> she holds up one of the rubber masks that you saw in her room earlier. 
she finishes with a hideous cackle. Go forth and carry out the master plan. Start an ultimate frisbee league. And, uh, you, Sophie, and Andrew all wear the same look of horror as your on your faces. We've got to stop him. Do you think we can find him right here? Sophie whispers. No way. Let's go tell my parents. Andrew urges. We need help. To fight the aliens, turn to 88. Tell Andrew's parents on 94. Um, do, are, are, you are, know, are your parents I do equipped? feel like there's a 95% chance that if we ask Andrew's parents, they're going to be like, oh, aliens, no problem. And then they just go down into the basement and suit up and rack bandoliers and a bunch of different anti-alien weapons over different shoulders. We're actually alien hunters from way back when. We came and got embedded in this community when we saw a meteor fell here 15 years ago, something like that. Or also mm. aliens. Also aliens, yeah, also aliens. You they either have anti-alien technology or alien technology. It's one of the two, and we can't figure out which. Either way, like, I'm confident both of those are adept, but I now, like, you know, can we go, like, can we just go down that rabbit hole and figure out, now I need to know. Let's do it. I need to know the plot twist. 94. I don't want to face those creatures alone. You say? Let's go get help. The three of you half crawl, half stumble out of the backyard. The moment you reach the street, you take off running. You cover the three blocks to Andrew's house in record time. Mom! Dad! Andrew yells as you charge through the front door. Come quick! Andrew's parents step out into the hallway from the dining room. Well, 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 what's all this shouting? His dad asks. Aliens! You blurt. There are aliens in my backyard. Andrew's parents stare at you. Then they start to laugh. That, you know, that's also very realistic. Um, why didn't we? I mean, yeah. Oh no, they don't believe you. Convince them on 102. Very reasonable that they don't believe that. Mm. Come see! You shriek. There's dozens of them in my backyard. Andrew, tell them! But he doesn't say a word. You turn to Sophie. Sophie, you saw them. Tell them I'm not crazy. You don't like the way they're all smiling at you, as if they were all on one big joke. All in on one big joke. There are aliens trying to take over the world! You shout. Why don't you believe me? We do believe you. Andrew's mother says in a soothing tone. Then, then she peels off her face. Then so do Andrew, Sophie. Wait, what? Andrew, Sophie, yeah. and Andrew's dad. They all look exactly like grandma. This is bad. Turn to page 93 to see if there's a way out. Uh-huh. Sophie, Andrew, Andrew's parents, they're all aliens. You're the only human in the room. You're too horrified to think about running. Andrew reaches into his pocket and pulls out a squirming baby alien. He places it on your shoulder. Feed and grow. He tells it. Uh-oh. As the baby alien nibbles at your ear, you think, Mom wouldn't let me get my ear pierced, but I got my way in the... Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> End. This is, this is my favorite part as well. It's parenthetical. Not the end, just parenthetical. And exclamation mark and parenthesis. Yeah, exactly. 
Hey. Well, I guess we've got to try and find those aliens then. Yeah. I mean, I have called it, but I didn't go, I didn't go hard enough. Yeah. Everyone in this situation Everybody was an alien, as it turns out. an alien, actually. All right. Fight the aliens. 88. We have to stop them now. You whisper. By the time we go for help, they could be anywhere doing anything. Andrew adds with a shudder. But how can you stop them, you wonder? You watch the horrifying creatures trying to think of an idea. Food, right? Grandma orders. Then we must begin. The slimy aliens swarm all over the roses, munching everything in their path. Grandma strolls through the wriggling masses. You remember, remember how she told them to feed and grow. You don't have much time. Whatever you do, it has to be fast and effective. Let's squash them. You decide. While they're all in the garden. Brilliant. Sophie replies. How? They're babies, though. <laughs> I mean, hey. Mm -hmm. All's fair in alien smushing. <laughs> Figure out an answer on 13. We'll throw stuff at them. <laughs> Master plan. Yep. We'll throw stuff at them. You point to Grandma's window. I'm a three-star ring-winning quarterback. <laughs> From up there. <laughs> the aliens are busy eating and don't notice you sneaking into the house. You race to Grandma's room. They're all crowded together in that corner. You cry, glancing out the window. Even Grandma. We might be able to get them all at once. Let's use this. Andrew struggles to get the mattress off the bed. You and Sophie help him to drag it to the window. One. Two. You strain to lift the mattress over the sill. Three! The mattress drops directly on top of a group of aliens. Turn to page nine. I don't consider that throwing. That's more of a drop. Yeah, bad plan. Bad plan. Bad plan. Not gonna work. Should throw something else like a rubber hand. That may, would be very <laughs> effective. You got a lot of those. Just equip them all with hands. <laughs> hey, you one of these? Uh, uh yeah. Uh, you gaze down at the garden, holding your breath. Nothing's moving. Sophie says. No sounds. Andrew adds hopefully. You nod. Could you have done it? Did you actually destroy the aliens? You open your mouth to say something, but then your jaw drops. Dozens of wormy aliens slither out from under the mattress, and they're bigger than they were five minutes ago. That didn't work! Were we staring at that for five minutes? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You will. Maybe we stared it up for too long and the mattress was too soft. <laughs> Andrew says. It wasn't heavy enough. You realize. Quick, throw everything you can get your hands on. Frantically, you grab a chair and a footstool. Out the window, Andrew and Sophie toss down Grandma's suitcases. You hurl out the stereo and a radio and they land with a crash. The radio blasts on. There's nothing left to throw. And the aliens are still swarming around the garden. Excuse me? Grandma's suitcases are the singular yes. heaviest material known to man. Absolutely. They are denser than a dying sun. What has happened here? I think Captain America's shield is made out of Grandma's suitcases. Mm. Mm. I see. Makes sense. Andrew and Sophie together managed to work together to throw it down, yeah. but it, uh, I guess, uh, lost all of its uh, cargo on the way down and yeah. is no longer heavy. Or maybe it's like Mjolnir and they're worthy, you know? Mm. Excalibur. 
you know, they're just like, it's just very heavy if you're not honorable. And that taxi driver was not honorable. He's not, he is not pure of heart. He was the first one to propose. Like, why don't we snoop on your grandma? And I think it might be interesting. And interesting, he, bud. And he's not even related. We, if we, we could snoop. Exactly. Yeah. You gaze down to the garden. You wonder how long it'll be before the aliens come after you. <laughs> We're doing a lot of staring. Then you notice something strange. The creatures slither easily out from under the objects you've thrown down on them. But the aliens near the radio shrivel up and fall over. The radio! You shout. It destroys them. They must be allergic to sound waves or whatever. Awesome. This came from nowhere. Andrew yells. We found a weapon. You dash into your room and get your radio. Sophie grabs your MP3 player. Andrew snatches an old CD player. You race downstairs and into the garden. You aim the radio at a group of creatures. Their slimy skin puckers turning black. They curl up. Little wisps of smoke rise from the crinkly bodies. It's working. Sophie and Andrew use the MP3 and CD players in the same way. Little aliens are shriveling all around you. No! A voice bellows. Grandma! Grandma yanks the MP3 player out of Sophie's hands. She throws it to the ground. Andrew runs and trips, smashing the CD player. Wait, she throws... Wait. Grandma Yanks, she throws to the ground. Andrew runs and trips, smashing the Andrew, smashing the CD player. You're so scared that you drop the radio. Silence. Aliens swarm around you. Their teeth dig into your ankles. Think of something. Try anything. Maybe it isn't sound waves that killed the creatures, you realize. Maybe it was music. You sing the first words that pop into your head. First happy <laughs> birthday. Day to you. The first legally safe so words that pop into your yep. head. You warble. <laughs> Grandma shrieks again. The aliens gnawing on your ankles fall over. Andrew and Sophie figure out what you're doing and they begin singing too. After five choruses of happy birthday, the garden is filled with dead aliens. You've defeated them all. Even Grandma. That's very anticlimactic. You, Sophie, and Andrew collapse onto the ground. We did it! You exclaim. We stopped the alien invasion! Now what do we do? Sophie asks. Do we tell someone? A broad grin spreads across your face. I think we should form a singing group. What? Andrew stares at you. A singing group? You bet! You reply. We'd knock him dead. Wow. Bad ending. We made a singing group. All right, so it is the other path. All right, let's go back to the train station. Oh, my goodness. Another <laughs> band? How trite. <laughs> music? Uh, I mean, enough I've already music. succeeded in this domain. Enough music has been made, you know? Like, we should just stop. No more music. Yeah, exactly. I think at some point, we should have just been done. I think, like... <laughs> people have done all of the different notes right c etc so <laughs> i think that really <laughs> what we need to be focusing on is uh literature instead Absolutely. i think we've still got some room to move in literature sure 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 i mean like at the very least like there's more goosebumps to make exactly uh, this ending oh. <laughs> though like this whole this uh -huh. this pathway like 
I mean, it's not like the music was like a Chekhov's gun or anything. There's just no instance of music at any point being, yeah. being relevant, important, anything. And we not only do we defeat Grandma in one sentence, we defeat her in a throwaway. You've defeated them all, period. Yep. Even Grandma, period. <laughs> More description was given to us singing happy birthday than to the demise of the primary antagonist. Yeah. I guess both of them were the same thing, to be fair. It is, to be fair, but also it's just like, wow. Just, wow. <laughs> I, you know, I love it nonetheless. Uh, it did not I, disappoint. I do wish, like, sorry? It did not disappoint. It lives up to the cover as, like, it, this story feels like it ended in a way that feels befitting the premise and cover, which is to say, quirky and strange. Mm-hmm. I I almost feel like uh like the inverse version where you do go to Andrew's parents and they are alien hunters and you do have like just a couple pages after that until the end also would have been a pretty comfortable goosebumpsy ending. Yeah. I mean, hey, I I liked it nonetheless. I, I like all goosebumps though. I mean, I'm an easy please with goosebumps. I sit down, there's a goosebumps in front of me. I'm a happy guy. Uh, very, very, very similar here as well. I will say the 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 roses being consistently mentioned over the course of it towards like, oh, what's in the rose garden? What's in the rose garden? I do wish. I hope another path gave us the ability to inspect those roses a little bit and try and ascertain some more. Maybe if we were instead going up to actually confront the grandmother earlier, mm -hmm. we yeah. may learn whether or not that is the case. In turn, oh, actually, we won't learn that in turn to page. We'll probably learn what happens to uh, the secret agent grandma in turn to page. Return. Yeah. Like, I do wonder, uh, I, I'll, t I'll tell you what, brief mm -hmm. spoily on going back to, uh, check that, uh, asking grandma what's up, you go to 125 and you basically get an, are you stupid page? And it brings you back to 127 <laughs> to make it the other choice. <laughs> okay. So the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point, well made. So yeah. the other path of the secret agent still remains in play for the further yeah, return. Yeah. But alas, uh, yeah. yeah, good fun, good time. At the end here, I want to say like a, a couple things, couple notes. Uh, if you don't know, there is a YouTube channel that would be wonderful you if you would subscribe to and partake in. Uh, YouTube.com slash at the at symbol turn to page cast. Uh, go check that out. Uh, that's where all of the YouTube videos are going to be uploaded. That's like if you're missing them somewhere else or you're another place you're checking it out is behind or something. Uh, but you liked having it in that, you know, YouTube form or whatever. Uh, that's where you can check that out. Uh, in addition, if you missed it, it is slightly out of the season uh, by the time of this going out. But uh, the, we did a, a bonus episode that maybe was slightly tougher to find, depending on where you partook in listening, uh, called Twas, uh, A Krampus Night Before Christmas, A Krampus Knocked Before Christmas, uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a really big mega episode. It's worth going to check out and, uh, and work your way through over the course of multiple days, because <laughs> mm. uh, it's, a, it's a bigger, chunkier uh game book with kind of like actual rpg elements and stuff 
that is of the Christmas theme, yet it can be it can be enjoyed year round, or you can you can save it all the way until next Christmas. Either way, just partake in it because it was a, it was a really good time. I loved it. Uh, so it was very very true. Uh, of course, returning here from that to more of a no 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 normal episode, but it was more of a bonus. Yeah yeah yeah. Entirely. So it's, it's not in the main numbered series, but if it is on the RSS feed, it has been sorted to the very, very bottom. So if you're looking for it, it is in the same feed, just may not necessarily be exactly where you might be expecting. Yeah, indeed. It, like if you're on the RSS page, you got to scroll all the way down. And other places, it seems like it might be where where you'd expect. Either way, just make sure you don't miss it. It's a good one. Uh, but yeah, Elias, what is the, let's see, the next book is... Let's do the little comic shop of horrors. Yes. So I was thinking about this in the episode as well, because so in this episode, there's like a big plant that eats you, right? Yeah. Are you you familiar? I I will just pitch in general to the audience. There is a musical called Little Shop of Horrors that is about a alien plant that comes to Earth and needs to eat people in order to grow. And I wonder if it came out around this period of time and we're seeing the influence it was having on media. It it seems like it may have. But uh, I'm very excited for it. I mean, it sounds like a very fun premise, uh, the next one. But alas, mm-hmm. alas, that'll be next week. Uh, stay tuned for that in the new year. My goodness. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Adios.